Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spontanea Talks, the podcast where we talk spontaneously. My name is Jared, and I'm Chance, but you can call me Cuddles. For those of you who are new, this is how the show works. Each week, we will spin a wheel of random topics. Once one has been selected, Cuddles and I will engage in conversation about it. That being said, there is nothing wrong with straying away from the topic, so it is always a surprise where the discussion will end up. Without further ado, let's spin the wheel. All right. This is the first spin. First spin, let's see what we got. Choosing from a lot of different topics. Oh, (laughs) virtual reality. (laughs) Virtual reality, all right. Where to go from there? Well, I guess to, to start, I have just purchased like the first virtual reality headset that that I have ever owned in my life. Yeah. Yep. The the Quest 2. The right? Quest the Quest 2. Um I've used virtual reality a very limited amount of times before mm-hmm. purchasing that headset. Yeah. How about you? Uh same here. I don't really have much VR experience. The only one I have is a pretty cheap one that I put my phone into and I really haven't used it in like the past five years and I've had it for like 10. That's that's an exaggeration, but yeah, I, my, my experience with it is, is pretty limited. Um, honestly, I think I've used your VR headset more than my own. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like it's, it's a very fun tool. It's very unique as far as like an entertainment Mm -hmm. system, but also aside from that, it's really fascinating to think about what virtual reality could do for our society past just being like an entertainment system all right it's crazy like that youtube video we were watching earlier today that guy spent what was it a week it was a week a week in vr like doing his normal daily tasks but also obviously like playing games and stuff just yeah it's crazy i don't know what the future is going to look like at all but if it involves vr i think that it's going to open up a lot of opportunities for people but both both good and bad, you know, like, it's very, I, I, I don't know. Dude. No, I totally agree. I mean, it can go, it can go one direction where you have this incredible resource that you can use for education and learning and like surgeons having these, these virtual reality experiences with like haptic feedback where they can like feel what the surgery feels like before they can oh actually gosh, do it, dude. which yeah, it's, it's crazy. It really is mind blowing to think about, but also you have like books like Ready Player One and things mm-hmm. like that, where yeah. it's like, it becomes such a heavy form of escapism that people don't use it as a tool. They use it as a way to get away from the real world and therefore society like collapses, basically. Right, right. And I think that's why it's so feared. It's because people, you know, only think about like using it as a tool, like you said, to escape rather than a tool that could ultimately help us, you know, some way and not be damaging. Um, I mean, especially with AI, though, and, and technology, I think people will tend to think about the more scary aspects of it and what it can do to, you know, damage our, our way of life. But if we approach it in a sense where we realize that it has the opportunity to help us, I think that's important to realize. Um, yeah, I don't know. VR is crazy, man. I I was thinking the other day, I think it'd be so cool. I, I think I was telling you about this to have a totally like, well, I guess this is just for, for a a, a, like a total entertainment standpoint but uh to have a game where you know it was so uh personalized that, that you could have people mm-hmm. that were literally talking to you like in real time 
that were hired like it's their job to create custom dialogue that fits your own. <laughs> that would just be so cool. That would be really cool. I mean, it would make it would make games seem so much more real if you had right. that that personalization aspect to it. Um, but but you mentioned like that people being scared of it now and, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's true though, and the the privacy aspect of it is such such a riveting topic because I, I mean, even for the quest too, you have to sign into your Facebook account. Like that is mandatory step in order That's to true. get the headset to run. Yeah, and it's it's sort of weird. It's like I'm I'm playing this this game. I'm playing these games, but it has access to all of my social media information. That's true. I never thought about that. I forget that it's like paired with Facebook, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother Facebook, a whole nother <laughs> realm of trouble and uh... trouble, but, possi- <laughs> but possibly pleasure right, as well. Like right, right. You can say the same thing about social media that we have about about virtual reality mm-hmm. is there's so much good that can come from it as far as the connectivity of people around the globe or That's even true. within a small community, but there's so much bad that can come from it as well. And I'm sure that people, oh, when social media was really becoming a big thing in uh, many people's lives, they, they were probably approaching it with similar thoughts to VR, like, well, that can never really be a thing where, like, people from mm-hmm. different ends of the world could talk to each other. Like, that just seems scary, but obviously it happens. And it, it really just takes, like, one thing to happen, like, one event or one product to be released and, like, integrated into society for it to become realistic and for people to realize that it's not really just something you can talk about, but something you can actually do and experience. And I think that's important with pretty relevant with virtual reality mm-hmm. and and the, the turnaround with new technology as well i think modern technology especially is, is insane like you have a smartphone that's released in in 2001 or whatever it was yeah. um and Something. then i mean almost instantaneously there's an entirely new market created where there's new phones coming out now at least every year oh, yeah. where it's here's here's the newest iPhone here's the newest Android here's the newest note like and it's now it's a whole it's a whole big thing and that that could happen with with any form of technology I mean it's happening with virtual reality as well where right. you go from having this huge bulky toaster on your face <laughs> that you have to have like an extremely advanced top line PC to run and then suddenly it's a $300 standalone console, basically. Definitely, definitely. And I think that's, uh, to me at least, a bit concerning with how fast technology is uh, being produced and being innovated uh, and being released, especially with iPhones. Oh my gosh, it's we're already on. I don't even know. I can't even keep track anymore. I really feel old for that. But like, <laughs> it's seriously difficult. And and with the things like VR, like I just feel like, when you finally buy a Quest 2 or something, it's just like the next year, maybe not even the Quest 3 mm-hmm. or the next device is going to come out. And so many people are going to pour so much money into buying them because they'll want, you know, the Quest 2, but then the next one will come out. So they'll want to get that. And it's just so much money going to these big corporations and who knows what they're doing with it. And I just feel like, I don't know, that's like so much money that people are going to be spending. So mm-hmm. I would hope that it really improves their lifestyle because if not that would be really unfortunate yeah you'd hope so and and especially with things 
like phones and who knows if virtual reality will get to this point someday as mm-hmm. well but if you don't have a smartphone in modern society like that's how you communicate for work that's how you get your schedule right. that's how you talk to your friends that's how you make plans like it is your tie to the rest of society and if you do not have a smartphone or, or at least some phone like i think you could still get by with a with a normal like flip phone mm-hmm. it'd be hard but yeah. i think you could manage um but it, it's hard so do you, do you think there's ever going to be a point where virtual reality or even augmented reality where it's not like where it's not a completely different world but almost like an overlay to your vision yeah. or like the like the google glasses right um, right I think that we may get to a point where that that's just normalized, and then is then that becomes a whole danger in itself. That's true. It, it definitely could get to that point, and yeah, like I always wonder, like when do you think will be like the last day on Earth where someone has a flip phone, and like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of crazy to think how that's going to progress. Like, what if I don't even know what's going to be after smartphones for phones? If we're just going to have like floating screens but like ar contacts yeah you put the contacts in right. and you see the entire interface it, it's crazy to think like <laughs> when the last day is going to be that someone has one of these pieces of technology um that's definitely mind-blowing yeah. and, and the part that really gets me about that mm-hmm. is it's already happened with so many pieces of technology right yeah, like you take like a walkman Oh, like yeah. for our parents that was like oh my god this crazy <laughs> new music player just came out and now i can listen to my cds on the go and it was a huge deal and everyone had one and if you had to have the the newest coolest walkman and have the, have the little headphones and stick it on your belt loop <laughs> like that was a big deal and now yeah. that's how cell phones are for us but think about the lifespan of the walkman or even like cassettes to dvds and now everything's virtual everything's yeah. digital download oh yeah it's weird it's it's just progressing so fast mm-hmm. and i feel like it, it's not going to slow down at all it will only get faster if anything which is definitely exciting and opens up a lot of possibilities but like we were saying it's so scary and dangerous and i feel like it'll only like make the bridge between like really rich people and really poverty-stricken people like even longer just because mm-hmm. everyone's going to be trying to get the new thing and if you don't have access to these things that are going to potentially like help you succeed in life and make things easier then i mean what the heck are you going to do and yeah it's really scary on the flip side of that though as as the technology becomes more mainstream mm-hmm. it, it's going to get cheaper just with competition between yeah, different corporations, true. the price is going to drop. That's, I mean, it's just how it works. So then yeah. you have these devices, to, to, to tie it back to virtual reality, mm-hmm. You, if someday we get to a point where virtual reality is widely accessible to all social economic groups, then all of a sudden you have, you have people who maybe are going paycheck to paycheck, who mm-hmm. don't get to eat, who have zero extra cash to spend on a fun night they can't go to a movie they can't go shopping they can't do whatever so they have their virtual reality headset they have that one thing that allows them to escape from the crapshoot of life they have like i didn't think about it that way but then (laughs) but then it goes back to what we talked about before about 
how that escapism can be dangerous. Right, right. And I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's just an escape. It's not, oh man, do you, do you think that like people then will put the importance of that escapism world over the importance of their actual life and, and spend more time doing that and like investing in that because it makes them happier? I think it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, not... Once again, I already mentioned this before, but that's basically the entire premise of Ready Player One. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess I've never really... It's a book and a movie, It is a book and a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I think... Well, I I know I've never read the book, but I might have watched part of the movie. What's the premise of that? Uh, Basically, virtual reality is... I mean, it's, it's what we're talking about. It has become so accessible to everyone that every house, every person in the house has virtual reality and obviously gotcha. it's, it's more advanced it's not people running around with with quests yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's more immersive mm-hmm. and the world around them is just destroyed like people are living in high-rise trailer parks gotcha. where it's just trailer stacked on top of trailer stacked on top of trailer mm. and but they don't care because they can go into the virtual world right. um and, and then the premise of the book is mm-hmm. is the virtual world is there's like a, an easter egg that the creator had created um oh, that they're trying to find so so the right. main plot isn't super into the like, social problems yeah. of the VR, um, but they're definitely displayed. made present. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. man. That's... Wow. It's really interesting. Yeah. It is. I'm, I'm movies, though, like that, that are like set in the future, I feel like people often use them as a tool to like really like talk about and think about what things could be like in the future, but I feel like oftentimes they're definitely far from the truth and far from what the future actually is i mean <laughs> i know what i'm like looking at memes on <laughs> on social media and and seeing like what people in 1980 you know thought was like oh yeah they're gonna have flying cars and then like people in 2020 and it's like you know something <laughs> something dumb yeah yeah um <laughs> but i guess anything is possible mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. is possible i mean it's I'm going to jump back to the parent example. Mm-hmm. Like, if you went, if you walked up to your dad as he's walking down the sidewalk with his Walkman and were like, yeah, I just bought a, a headset where you, you put it on and you are in a completely different world. You you look around and it seems like you're in Antarctica. You'd be like, yeah, that that's <laughs> BS. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's what makes technology so scary. Right. Because yeah. there, there's no guessing what is next. That's true. We just have to... We don't know until I guess we get there, really, mm-hmm. and and then once we're there, we we won't even know we're there because then we'll be moving true. on to the next thing. Because it'll be present time. That's a crazy thing. Like thinking about, especially this is kind of off topic, but like just like so many things that have happened in the past year uh, with coronavirus and and just all these social movements in the United States and the election. Uh, it's crazy to think that like you're living through history your entire life, mm-hmm. and some moments are are so big like you're going to be reading about them in the history books like 200 years later and like you're you're going to be like why well, I, I lived during mm-hmm. that that's such a weird thought that's you know a bit off topic but i think that's a really interesting thing to think about it is super interesting and you don't i mean you're completely right you don't acknowledge that in the moment and right i think that <laughs> if people were able to take a step back and sort of realize like the, this moment in our life isn't just about me. Like, yes, these things, whether it's the movements, the election, mm-hmm. or coronavirus, your three examples, 
no yes. matter which one it is, it's going to impact every individual differently, whether that's mm-hmm. on a very minimal scale or on a very extreme scale. But what I feel like we fail to do as a society is step back and acknowledge that. Like, acknowledge that it's affecting everyone differently. Right, that you're not the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really hard to do because... It e- is. Even if you're, you know, not a person... Like, uh, not everyone is, like, super egocentric or self-centered, but obviously when you're, like, pretty much the most important person in your life because, like... Because you're, you're you. Living, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to think that way, so... It is, it is hard to think about that and not... I don't think, like that our brains are really, I think, trained to think like that either. Like, even from an evolutional standpoint, you know, like, survival of the fittest. It was Mm -hmm. all about you surviving over other people. But now we live in a world where we don't really have to survive because that's easy, you know? We're in a world where we are able to do more than just live, like, Mm -hmm. or more than be alive. We can live and experience things. And, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that truly is a gift. Mm -hmm. And... I, I do believe the optimist in me likes to think that over time we will be able to adapt our thought processes into right. including other people's experiences and other people's emotions into our everyday actions. Yeah, you'd hope so. But at the same time, you, you once again, the future is the future. Whether it's technology or social issues, you truly never know what is coming next. You don't. Like... Man, you don't know if our next podcast is going to be about couches or about water bottles. <laughs> about couches, water bottles. It could be about oatmeal. It could be about oatmeal, guys. That's all the things we have on the wheel currently. <laughs> These are all options. Um, and I think that will wrap up our first episode. I think so, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we will see you all in the next one yeah please make sure to stick around where our goal is to be posting every friday so this will be released friday the oh boy can i do this the fourth december 4th 2020 (laughs) friday and then look forward to the next episode on december 11th that is four plus seven quick maths quick maths (laughs) so once again guys thank you so much for tuning in i'm jared i'm cuddles and thank you for listening to spontaneous talks Thank you.